Welcome to Hancock Talks, your source for insights about life insurance trends and opportunities with a focus on tactics that can help drive your sales. This podcast is for financial professional use only. It is not intended for use with the public. This material is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide advice. The opinions and views expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of John Hancock. Please listen to the important disclosures at the end of this podcast. Now, let's get started with John Hancock's Vice President of Sales Enablement and your host, Karen Egan. Welcome to Hancock Talks, and thanks for being with us today. We are excited to have Brooks Tingle, President and Chief Executive Officer of John Hancock Insurance, on the show. Brooks provides strategic oversight of John Hancock's insurance businesses. Previously, Brooks led the marketing and strategy teams for John Hancock Insurance and drove the modernization of the company's marketing function through initiatives such as the ambitious digital strategy, the build-out of a strong advanced analytics team, and a sharpened focus on customer experience and engagement. In addition to leading the John Hancock Insurance executive leadership team, Brooks serves on the executive leadership team of John Hancock and as a member of Manulife's global leadership team. Brooks is also a member of the board of the Partnership Incorporated, the Tufts Nutrition Council, and LL Global. Welcome, Brooks, and thanks for taking the time to be with us today. Hi, Karen. My pleasure. So, Brooks, we know 2021 was a fantastic year for John Hancock Insurance, and we're hoping 22 will bring even greater sales opportunities for our firms and producers. Can you tell us about your key priorities for the coming year and how they will impact our distribution partners? Sure, Karen. Thanks. We certainly did have really strong business results in 2021, and I'll talk about that a bit and certainly look forward. I guess I just want to first acknowledge the uh, challenging year that 2021 was on on so many levels for so many people. We've gotten a little numb, I suppose, to the really long lasting at this point effects of of COVID-19. But, you know, we lost several hundred thousand more Americans to illness we didn't even know existed a couple of years ago. The the toll on everyone, young people, uh, everyone in so many different ways, is something I want to acknowledge before I talk about, I guess, the positive effects of COVID. There, there have been some, believe it or not. And, and to that point, yes, 2021 was was a really good year. I, I truly believe that this should be the golden age for our industry, for our distribution partners, for us as a carrier. Again, for all the negativity associated with, with COVID, there have been positives. One is that uh, people are, frankly, much more aware of the value of life insurance, the important role life insurance can play in their lives. A second is that people have become much more aware of the importance of their baseline health. If one pays any attention at all to COVID outcomes, you quickly see that the better health you're in when you get, whether it's this virus or some other future virus, the much greater your your recoverability we saw a lot of reasons for increased demand for our solutions last year, but those factors of greater demand for life insurance, greater interest among Americans in, in being more healthy, really led a f- lot of folks to our very unique uh, John Hancock Vitality Solution, which of course checks both those boxes. So, from a priority perspective, kind of the key priorities that you feel we're going to lean into in 2022, will you cover some of those for us? 
Sure. I, you know, it always starts with a, with a really strong product suite. We want, we always want the producers that represent our products, the consumers that access our products to first and foremost, just have really, really strong value in, in the products that we offer. And we've taken steady efforts to improve the overall competitive position of our product suite, offering unique innovative features like Vitality that is that I just touched on. So certainly a, a core pillar is continued, really strong product value. Secondly, uh, it's really important to us to, to make life insurance easier to buy. And for the producers that work with clients and, and, and offering John Hancock Vitality easier for them to sell, there's really not much left, I don't think, in the, in the modern economy more difficult to buy than life insurance. It's a time-consuming process. It can be an invasive process, and it can be a lengthy, frankly, burdensome for the customer and for the, for the financial professional assisting the customer in getting it. So we've taken a lot of steps to try to simplify that process using things like electronic health records, e-apps, e-applications, things like that. So you'll see us continuing to try to streamline that process. And you'll see us continuing as no one will be surprised to learn to enhance innovative solutions like John Hancock Vitality. I'm sure we'll talk about it more, but COVID has served as a remarkable proof point for what we're doing with Vitality. Remarkable ability for us to evolve that program almost on the fly to respond to current needs as it relates to helping customers live longer, healthier lives. And last, but certainly not least, really the foundation for all of it is growing and enhancing what I, I hope people believe are already strong relationships with our key distribution partners. Uh, COVID again has proven that when you have good, strong relationships with the financial professionals that serve Americans as it relates to life insurance and their financial services needs in general, you can get through a lot. And um, we are ever committed to uh, serving those relationships. There are some ways we think we can do that even better using data and analytics and analytics and so forth. But at the end of the day, I firmly believe it's a relationship business and you'll see us continuing to invest strongly in those relationships. All right. Well, you hit on this renewed interest that we're seeing from consumers, their interest in life insurance due to you know the pandemic and COVID. What are some of the ways that that we supported our customers during COVID? Sure. You know, I, I should mention there are other reasons, you know, for the uptick in life insurance sales overall last year and, and for our particular success. And in our, in our, you know, our sales last year were up a double digits, something we're, we're very proud of in an industry that, that typically hasn't grown that well. And we're, we're proud of what that indicates in terms of our ability to, to work with the best producers in the business and, and serve client needs. So, um, there's, you know, threatened tax change that, you know, at one point looked quite likely, now maybe not so likely, but we may talk about it down the road, but still some possible overhang of potential tax reform. Certainly a lot of wealth has been created. And with that comes some planning needs that, that life insurance can be uh, play a valuable role in. But again, uh, probably most fundamentally has been the effect of COVID-19. And in some ways, it's it's unfortunate that it takes a global pandemic to have people realize that, wow, stuff can and, and does happen. And what would happen if something happened to me? You know, I think most all of us have seen somebody at a minimum become very ill with COVID. Many of us uh, you know, have known folks that have passed away from it. And it, you know, it prompts you to think. And we, we, we saw somewhat of the same effect after 9-11, though it was much more brief. We saw a spike in demand. 
you know, anytime you see one of these circumstances or events that almost out of the blue causes a bunch of people to die unexpectedly, and certainly COVID came out of the blue, the effect from COVID-19 has been more long lasting. That, that, that spike after 9-11 was relatively brief when we saw that uptick in demand for life insurance. Uh, this time has been proving to be much more sustained. Uh, and I think it's just simply people realizing that things can happen and, and it best to uh, have a plan should something happen to any one of us. And, and obviously life insurance can play a hugely important role in that. The other phenomena, which I touched on that that's powerful though, is this notion of us as consumers realizing that our baseline health just matters a ton. I mean, intellectually, we, we all sort of knew that, but seeing it play out time and time again, I, I'm generalizing, but um, because certainly perfectly healthy people have passed away from COVID, but, but on average, or in totality, the number one predictor uh, of your success in recovering from COVID uh, or not is obesity or not. You know, your, your weight, mm-hmm. second level of physical activity, closely correlated. So, so everyone's kind of noticed that, gosh, the more healthy I am to start with, the better I'll, uh, better chances I'll have of fending off, as I said earlier, whether it's this virus or the next thing that comes along. So I saw a survey recently, one of our reinsurance partners surveyed U.S. consumers and asked them, what's one thing you'll do differently as a result of COVID-19? And seven in 10 people said exercise more and lose weight. John Hancock Vitality checks both those boxes, protection when you pass away, uh, hopefully not for a long time for folks, um, but also this incredible set of tools that helps you uh, live a better life, a longer, healthier life until that time. And, And COVID just gave us a great opportunity to reinforce that value. You know, we gave people alternative ways to earn points for those that couldn't go to the gym. We um, came up with a unique way for people to, to wear some first responders early on weren't able to use their wearable devices at work. We offered alternative ways for them to, to get points. We had a virtual 5K, which was fun. We sent people John Hancock Vitality face masks, which I thought was really fun. And one of my favorite stories, some of you may have heard, but one of the folks on our team was on vacation the summer of 2022, I'm sorry, 2020, and um, was walking down the street in a resort community and, and saw a fellow walking by with a John Hancock Vitality face mask. And um, our, our employee said, uh, hey, can you tell me about your mask? And the, and the fellow said, yeah, it was the strangest thing just in the mail out of the blue. I got a face mask. And I thought it was really strange that I got a face mask in the mail until I realized it was from my life insurance company. And I said, that makes a lot of sense. Of all the people that should want me to wear a face mask, my life insurance company should be up there. So, and anyways, I, I could go on. But then, of course, I think everyone knows we've moved on to um, offering points for people that get the COVID-19 vaccine and, and other enhancements. And I guess I would say to, to our listeners who, who may be with one of our distributors or producer themselves, you know, I have great respect for all of our competitors. They're truly great companies. But I would ask you, what did those other companies do for your customers? during COVID-19. I just rattled off a few things. I could rattle off 10 different things that we did for our customers to help them weather the, you know, the COVID-19 crisis really better, you know, from the face mask to the points, to the special educational content, so on and so forth. So it was just a, uh, as bad as COVID was overall, a great opportunity for us to be able to respond quickly with tools and incentives and rewards to, to help get through something terrible like COVID. All right. Well, I'm going to shift our discussion a little bit. You know, we've seen shifts in the life insurance market. 
Specifically, some carriers have chosen to exit the life insurance space. We'd like to know, what do you feel is driving this? And how is John Hancock positioning itself really relative to other carriers? Sure. Well, Karen, you know, there's no sugarcoating the fact that um, historically low interest rates we've seen for geez, over a decade really now are challenging for our industry. And I think that's really led to, to most of the, the market activity we've seen where, you know, some carriers have exited the space entirely. Some have winnowed their focus. Some have raised their prices considerably or withdrawn certain features or products. And that became particularly acute just after COVID when it started, when we had already been in this period of low rates, while well, rates dropped even further and caused a number of carriers to take action that, that maybe they hadn't for some time in the past. What makes Hancock unique, you know, many of our, our listeners may know, but John Hancock is owned by Manulife Financial, our parent company based in Canada. So we um, operate under Canadian accounting and I promise none of our listeners are, I'm sure, interested in a, a treatise on Canadian accounting, so I won't get into it. But just suffice it to say that Canadian accounting is basically like mark-to-market accounting, where whatever the realities of the current economic environment, you have to assume that they stay this way. They actually get a little worse and, and stay this way for a long mm-hmm. time. Under different regimes, you can sort of make long-term assumptions, and you don't sort of have to kind of true up to those assumptions almost immediately as we do under Canadian accounting. So. When the financial crisis of the 2000s occurred, you know, 2008, 2009, and interest rates first really dropped, we had to really adjust quickly to a low interest rate environment. And for those that were with us at the time, recall some pretty, pretty meaningful changes in our product portfolio. Um, we really had to redesign a lot of our products to, to basically you know, offer good value for customers, for producers, but also for our shareholders in a low interest rate environment. So we did a lot of work with our product portfolio in the late 2000s to uh, reflect the realities of the low interest rate environment. And then we just did a bunch of innovation, innovative product design, innovations like Vitality, John Hancock Aspire, things like that. So as we have been here the past couple of years, you know, continuing in this low interest rate environment, we are in a place where it, we're ready for it. We've been ready for it. We figured out a way to offer really good value, again, to the customer, to the producer, our distributors, and to our shareholders. So while some people are pulling back from this market, we're actually leaning into it. I mentioned at the beginning of our discussion, Karen, that I think this should be the golden age for our industry. We see a lot of opportunity. We were fortunate to grow quite a lot last year, and I think we're going to grow nicely again this year. Well, that's exciting. On the note of vitality, It is a huge differentiator for John Hancock life insurance products. Speak to how, you know, your thoughts on enhancing that program in the coming year and and how do we intend to do that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's easy when we talk about vitality, it's easy to talk about the specifics of what it is at any point in time. You know, you can earn a premium discount or an Amazon Prime membership, or you can spend the vitality wheel and get a Starbucks gift card or, or whatever it may be. To me, the really important thing about Vitality is the commitment that it represents over a long period of time for us to be there for our customers, offering them the then latest, greatest technology, science, support, incentives, rewards that help promote a longer, healthier life. So uh, I was looking the other day, I don't know if anybody has seen the new Apple Watch commercials, 
where they actually have 911 calls of people who were in precarious situations, life-threatening situations, and their lives were saved by the Apple Watch. And you see more and more stories like that. So whereas today, things like the Apple Watch and, and other wearables can, can help really promote you know, a longer, healthier life, among many other things, you know, about one-fifth of Americans overall use a device like that. Over three-fourths of our customers do. And we, of course, we provide incentives for, for doing so. So it's really more that spirit that we're going to be there with you. So when something like COVID comes along, we responded quickly in a whole bunch of ways to help our customers through it, to help them live a longer, healthier life by surviving COVID. We saw that automobile accidents as a cause of death were rising quite quickly after that initial period of, of lockdown from COVID in uh, spring of 2020 into the late spring, early summer. After that, as people started getting back on the road some, we saw automobile-related fatalities climbing quite sharply as a cause of death. We began thinking, okay, how do we help our customers in that regard? How do we reward them or incentivize them to be safe drivers? And you saw recently that we announced a new component of the program where we will reward our customers with John Hancock Vitality points if they're a designated safe driver per different sort of approved safe driving programs. We've announced one so far. Uh, with all states drive-wise, more, more will follow. And then in the future, you know, I, I saw I was in a fascinating meeting this morning with a, a Silicon Valley company working on just a really promising and exciting tool for early cancer screening and detection. 71% of cancer deaths are attributable to cancers that there isn't any proactive screening for. We think about mammograms, colonoscopies, and things like that, but most cancer deaths are attributable to types of cancer where there isn't that kind of proactive screening. So, you know, the, the, the promise of what's coming is very exciting. And then the point of that is when that becomes sufficiently viable, you can count on us bringing that type of thing into our program to offer our customers. And I, we, we paid a COVID claim not that long ago where the, uh, the client had been a client for 94 years. And I'm always reminded of these very long relationships we have with our customers. And, um, you know, we will be there as technology and science evolves throughout that time uh, to, to help them live those very long, healthy lives. Just, just quickly, sorry, I know I'm going on a bit here, Karen, but just a couple of really more specific things recently that, that had me very, very excited. One uh, is in the realm of nutrition. I think most people know that a core component of the John Hancock Vitality Program is a healthy foods benefit. People can earn points for purchasing healthy foods at the network of roughly 17,000 grocery stores we have. People can also enjoy a discount on fresh produce through that network of stores. But we announced recently, I had the opportunity to participate in a congressional briefing about food inequality and in particular nutrition inequality. And we announced that um, we're going to match all of the savings that our customers enjoy through that healthy food savings program, where again, our customers go to one of these grocery stores they buy some fresh produce, they enjoy a discount on it. And we'll match the, the aggregate amount of the discount that our customers earn up to $200,000 for the year and, and make a donation to, to a company called Wholesome Wave that does a lot of work to try to help with some of the uh, inaccessibility of nutritious foods for, for so many uh, you know, lower income Americans. So very excited about that. We also had a really fun opportunity recently that some people may hear more about where um, we had an opportunity to offer some of our really highly engaged John Hancock Vitality customers chance of a lifetime 
to get a bib for the Boston Marathon. And we had some real excitement among some of our Vitality members on that. And again, you'll probably hear more about that in the future. So as we spoke about the benefits for the customer, right, with Vitality participation, premium savings and rewards, and, and just, gosh, lots of other benefits, you know, that's a great story when our distributors and producers are in the sales stage with the client. But I think what also is just really compelling is what happens when the client really begins to engage in the program and how that changes really the customer experience. Speak a little bit about what the producer, how they benefit when their client has a positive customer experience. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question and a great point. I think um, we haven't done a good enough job probably of, it's probably obvious where, you know, if a customer engages in vitality, obvious how it benefits them. They save some money on their premium discount. They're, they're more healthy. They're doing things that will, will uh, correlate with a longer, healthier life. We make no secret about the fact that our customers living longer is, is good for the company. It helps with our mortality results, but probably don't spend enough time on why it's so good for our distributors to have their clients engage in vitality. There, there are some sort of hard facts around that that I think are, are interesting. Customers that buy vitality on average have 20% higher face amounts. The applications that involve where they've elected vitality plus have, I think, have like a 50% higher placement rate than cases that haven't. You know, customers that are in Vitality Plus have a 94% satisfaction rate with their producer, which is nearly three times higher than, than the average, which means what? You know, more likely to refer a friend to the producer, more likely to buy more down the road, buy other things, uh, maintain the relationship, things like that. And I always, I always joke, you know, I mentioned the healthy food program earlier. And for those that don't know, a, a customer who participates in that and they're at the store and I don't know, buy a bag of oranges or something. And uh, right on their receipt, when they check out, it'll say you know, $4 bag, bag of oranges minus $1 John Hancock Vitality. John Hancock Vitality actually shows up on their receipt at the grocery store. And I, I joke all the time that Trust me, when that customer is saving that money and seeing that on their receipt every day or however often, it feels like I'm at the grocery store every day, however often they're at the store, they're not thinking of Brooks Tingle. They're not thinking of our corporate headquarters in Boston. They're thinking of the producer, of the financial professional that offered them and, and got them set up in John Hancock Vitality. All of that positive sentiment, those positive feelings accrue back to the professional that sold them the solution, told them about the solution, got them up and running in the solution. So it's one of the things we need to spend more time on this year, I think, Karen, is just having all of our great distribution partners understanding what it can mean for them to have their clients actively engaging in Vitality. All right. So I'm going to shift gears again for you, Brooks. Let's talk a little bit about where we think we're headed legislatively this year. You know, the impact on the income and estate planning space and really how our distribution partners can prepare for really and potentially capitalize on this opportunity. Sure. It's funny what a difference a year makes. I think <laughs> if, we were, if we were talking a year ago, we were probably talking about the near certainty of higher taxes in a number of ways. Obviously, things haven't played out that way. There's um, some plans that were put forth have obviously gone sideways and things seem to be in a bit of a holding pattern. So a little bit unclear 
on many aspects of potential tax law change. There is this one bit of certainty for sure, which which I think you know people are aware of, which is the sunsetting of some of the estate tax law provisions, which is coming up here. Seemed like a long time away when it was first uh, first set up. Not so far away now, and then over in a couple of years, as those sunset, and still, it's hard to handicap these things. But the you know certainly not improbable, uh, definitely not impossible that there could be you know tax changes in the future. So. Um, a complicated space. We're, we're very fortunate at, at Hancock to have just a fabulous advanced markets team that does a great job just day to day helping our distribution partners and, and, and clients do uh, complicated planning. And they, there's so many different ways. And I, I was, feel so many people in our distribution partners do, but I run into to people that just don't know all the different important ways life insurance can play a role in, in planning. But our advanced markets team does a great job on that day to day, but also does just a really good job understanding the lay of the land as it relates to potential tax changes. Obviously, the, the details of those, um, you know, the sunsetting on the on the uh, estate tax exclusions coming up in a couple of years, things like that. So for those that haven't had a chance to meet or work with our advanced markets team, I'd certainly uh, suggest making those connections because it's a, it's a great asset and a great resource. But uh, we'll see, Karen, if we do this again a year from now. It'll be very uh, interesting. Uh, political things will really be heating up as election cycles go and things like that. Hard to say, but uh, for now, not as much talk today as there was a year ago about potential tax change. Well, Brooks, it was really wonderful having this opportunity to just chat with you today. Thank you so much for sharing your insights and for being with us. Well, it's my pleasure, Karen. As I said at the beginning, a challenging time in so many ways. I, I know that we all hope we're coming out of the worst of COVID and, and better and brighter days are ahead. I know our industry stands ready to serve the great financial professionals that represent us and the many, many Americans that still need very much our, our solutions. So in that regard, we're excited about the future, excited about the year and appreciate you uh, spending some time with me. And we appreciate you joining us for this episode of Hancock Talks. For more resources on today's topic, as well as access to more information about how to grow your insurance business, visit jhsaleshub.com. And don't forget to download and subscribe to the show to get new episodes as they become available. Thanks for listening. Any discussion of features, values, or benefits are not guaranteed and may be subject to change. Sourcing for the following statements. For the claims, sales were up double digits last year, is based upon John Hancock's sales reporting as of 12-31-2021. Spike in demand for insurance after 9-11 is from Catastrophes and the Demand for Life Insurance, Journal of Insurance Issues 2015. On average, the number one predictor of success of recovering from COVID is obesity weight, is from the Association of Weight Loss Achieved Through Metabolic Surgery. Surgery with Risk and Severity of COVID-19 Infection, 2021, www.jamanetwork.com. Research study that asked, what is the one thing you will do differently because of COVID? And 7 in 10 people said exercise more or lose weight is from Scores Global Consumer Study for 2021-2022. Lives are saved by Apple Watches from Stanford Medicine announces results of unprecedented Apple Heart Study. March 2016, www.apple.com. About one-fifth of a 
Americans overall use wearables. Pew Research Center 2020, www.business-standard.com. And more than over three quarters of John Hancock customers do is based on internal John Hancock Vitality member engagement data as of December 2021. Automobile accidents as a cause of deaths were sharply rising after the first wave of COVID in spring 2020 into summer 2020 is from car crash deaths have surged during COVID-19 pandemic 2021, www.latimes.com. 71% of cancer deaths are attributable to cancers where there isn't proactive screening is from new research suggests multi-cancer early detection blood test could reduce late-stage cancer diagnoses by more than half. 2020, www.grail.com. Customers who buy Vitality have 20% higher face amounts is based on internal data of face amounts on 2021-issued PERM, PUL, PIUL policies, omits accumulation products and term products. Non-Vitality includes Vitality Go. About 50% placement rate with Vitality Plus is based upon a rolling 12-month placement ratio of John Hancock new business data of formal applications with Vitality Plus as compared to cases without Vitality Plus from October 2020 to September 2021. Excludes international and DTC. Vitality Plus customers have 94% satisfaction rate with their producer, which is three times higher than average. Customers are more likely to refer, more likely to buy more down the road, more likely to maintain the relationship, are all based on John Hancock's net promoter score data. Reported from Medallia Responses from July 1st, 2021, to December 31st, 2021. Aspire is not available in New York, Idaho, and Puerto Rico. To be eligible to earn rewards and discounts by participating in the Vitality program, the insured must register for Vitality and complete the Vitality Healthy Review, VHR. Vitality is the provider of the John Hancock Vitality program in connection with policies issued by John Hancock. John Hancock Vitality program rewards and discounts are available only to the person insured under the eligible life insurance policy. May vary based on the type of insurance policy issued and the state where the policy was issued are subject to change and are not guaranteed to remain the same for the life of the policy. Premium savings are in comparison to the same John Hancock life insurance policy without Vitality Plus. The level of premium savings are cumulative over the life of the policy and will vary based upon underwriting status, issue age, policy type, the terms of the policy, and the Vitality Plus status achieved. Premium savings are only available with Vitality Plus. Apple Watch program is not available in New York or Puerto Rico. Apple Watches ordered through John Hancock Vitality may not be shipped to addresses in Guam. Once your clients become a Vitality Plus member and complete the Vitality Health Review, VHR, they can order Apple Watch by electronically signing at checkout a retail installment agreement with the Vitality Group for the retail price of the watch. After an initial payment of $25 plus tax, over the next two years, monthly out-of-pocket payments are based on the number of standard workouts, 10,000 to 14,999 steps, and advanced workouts, 15,000 steps, completed, or the applicable active calorie thresholds. The step counts required for standard and advanced workouts are reduced for members beginning at age 71 and over. One-time upgrade fees plus taxes apply if your customers choose GPS plus cellular versions of Apple Watch, larger watch case sizes, and certain bands and case materials. For more information, please visit www.jhsaleshub.com. Apple is not a participant in or sponsor of this promotion. Apple Watch is a registered trademark of Apple Inc., all rights reserved. 
Healthy food savings are based on qualifying purchases and may vary based on the terms of the John Hancock Vitality Program. The Healthy Food Program is currently not available in Guam. In New York, entertainment, shopping, and travel rewards are not available and are replaced by healthy living and active lifestyle rewards. Amazon Prime Benefit is not available in New York. Products and services offered under the Vitality Program are not insurance and are subject to change. There may be additional costs associated with these products or services, and there are additional requirements associated with participation in the program. For more information, please contact the company at johnhancockinsurance.com or via telephone at 888-333-2659. Life insurance products are issued by John Hancock Life Insurance Company, USA, Boston, Mass., 02116, not licensed in New York, and John Hancock Life Insurance Company of New York, Valhalla, New York, 10595. This recorded material may have been recorded to support the promotion or marketing of the topics addressed in this recorded material. Individuals interested in the topics discussed should consult with independent professionals to examine legal, tax, accounting, or financial aspects of these topics. MLINY 02102266. 